Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome, everybody, to episode 9 of the Dr. Buds podcast, here recorded live at drbuds underscore il on Instagram. Today is Thursday instead of Wednesday. I accidentally forgot to hit record on the episode yesterday when I was live, so we're redoing it today. Pretty interesting. We're going to do a little bit of different topics, and obviously, I don't write anything down. I literally come in here to talk to you guys, and I just pretty much go. Um, I have one, maybe two topics to start off with, and then I kind of open it up to questions from you guys. So really, you guys run the show, and it'll be different today, different people in here, so we'll see what happens. Um, But welcome again, this is the Dr. Buds podcast, live recording at drbuds underscore il, that is d-r-b-u-d-z underscore il on Instagram, every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I know it's Thursday today, but normally it is at 8.30 on Wednesday. Um, So welcome again. Like I said, thank you again for joining. Um, First thing that I was going to touch base on is this blunt that I am smoking. I rolled up a mango white owl. In that white owl, we have a blend of Florida orange, which is from Revolution, enterprises here in illinois uh also we have a little bit of alien purple kush and the last of my bordello from uh, grassroots here in illinois um so nice three well two heavy indicas and then we have the hybrid florida orange almost tastes like kosher tangy or 24 karat um pretty similar in taste and flavor and effect but there's about a third of an eight, a third of a gram of each one of them in here. So first of all, let's get that lit up. Lit up. Of course, always lighting them with the matches, guys. Make sure you grab them. I promise you, uh, it makes the blunt taste just a little bit better at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but after I get this lit, we're gonna get into the Canada market becoming legal yesterday. Pretty amazing. Um, as well as I celebrated an anniversary yesterday where it was two years since I officially quit every other job and every other thing that I was doing to concentrate solely on cannabis and do this full time. But anyways, so Canada went legal yesterday. The whole entire nation went legal. Um, and it's pretty interesting because they are a pretty large unmanned border to our north that now has legal cannabis. And the thing that's funny is that <coughs> illegal cannabis has been coming from from Cal- or Colorado or Canada. Jeez Louise, I can't talk today. From Canada for a really long time. I mean, when I was in high school, British Columbia had like I think it was one in every four or five houses that were being rented were believed to be a a home grow basically. <coughs> And when I was in high school, <clears throat> we used to get 
we used to call it Beasters, and it was literally Bud from British Columbia. Like, it was so... It was so unbelievably easy to get it from there, and so unbelievably cheap, because they were growing it at such high quantities. Um, so, I mean, I think it's pretty interesting that Canada's finally legal and a national standpoint, but I feel like they've been kind of running that way for a really long time. I know that they've had medical dispensaries for a really long time, and I know they've continued to do raids and arrests. You know, you have Jody and Mark Emery up there, the prince and princess of pot, who kind of have been fighting for Canada's right to have medical cannabis for a really long time, uh, who continue to fight for cannabis um, as we speak. Uh it's it's just interesting that they're finally legal now after he's out of jail less than two years uh, after he served a pretty long sentence for selling seeds. Um, and the thing is, is that the legal market up there has inexpensive cannabis and the legal market is now up to like $506 ounces. And it's just like, it's just like in the States here in Illinois, we have patients that come in and say, well, the, the flour here is so much more expensive. And that's extremely true uh, in most cases. What's up, Sam? What's up, Barty? How are you? Um, which is true in most cases, but, I mean, the thing that you're paying for when you go to a dispensary is you're paying for testing, you're paying for quality of cannabis, you're paying for so much more than just that. Um, <clears throat> why is Bud so expensive in Illinois, Thrax S? Uh, in Illinois dispensaries. Um, why is it so expensive? So what do you consider expensive? 50, 60, 40? Because I think that expensive is like the $70 eighths that I see from some companies or like that kind of stuff. $60 eighths, <coughs> granted I don't like paying $60 for an eighth, especially if I can, since I can find it for much cheaper outside. Um, <coughs> but... Then again, I, I am paying for the testing. You're paying for a lot more stuff. I mean, just think of, think of like, so think of the expense of growing cannabis here in Illinois. So you have lights on for six months, got heating and cooling for six months. Then you have to pay for obviously all the labor that goes into it. Um, you have to pay for the curing room, you have to pay for the trimmers, you have to pay for the packagers, you have to pay for the packaging, you have to pay for the labeling, you have to pay for the registering of your product, you have to pay for delivery fees and the delivery drivers and all that. Um, so you have to think of like the expense of all of those things that go into actually getting the cannabis to your, to your dispensary. Um, and I can tell you, none of our cultivators are really operating at a monstrous profit. They're really not. I mean, you have to think of how many people they have on staff just to do all of that different stuff. I mean, I just mentioned 10 jobs, and there's probably 15 or 20 in between, too. And not only that, but six months of paying for those jobs when you're growing. And not only that, but then you have the master grower or the lead grower or whatever they call them at their facility that is also taking care of the plants um, the whole time, making sure that the facility is running right. Then you have to pay for marketing and sales reps and all of that stuff goes, you know, it costs a lot of money. And not only that, but they put up millions and millions of dollars just to even plant their first seed. Um, so, I mean, I think that you'll see price drops when you see more patients. 
when they're able to actually use the full boats of their facilities, because a lot of them aren't even operating in their full facility. Once they're able to do that and they're able to push out, you know, a thousand pounds at a time, they'll be able to do a little bit better. You know what I mean? In prices. Um, so the thing is, is get more people to sign up for the cannabis card. Get more people to be involved in medical cannabis. Hopefully this opiate bill that was passed by Bruce Rauner, uh, or not passed, or it was signed by Bruce Rauner, <coughs> will help that increase uh, start. And hopefully it will be pretty rapid, I would assume, because all you need is the prescription, not the certification. So I would assume that it would probably pick up. I'd hope that it would pick up. Be my hope. Uh, Dream Placebo asks, is Bedford Grow any good? Read a couple bad things on Instagram. Uh, so Bedford Grow has some amazing strains. I've toured their facility before. Uh, I've met the owners and stuff like that. Very, very awesome people. Um, their grow is extremely clean. They actually made me get in like a full body suit. Um, beard net and everything. Um, they had some trouble. There were some issues with a couple, one of their, one or two of their batches and they kind of fell off a little bit. Um, but they're coming back. They have a new grower, a new lead grower. They have, uh, the facility's been completely revamped, um, and they're starting to re-release some of their strains. Um, I've seen some of the testing. The testing THC level-wise is pretty low, but terpene levels are pretty high. I guess the new grower is more terpene conscious than THC conscious, which is not a bad thing. Um, the only thing is, is that most dispensaries won't carry it because it's so low testing and there's so many patients that come into dispensaries and they say, I want something 30% or higher or 25% or higher or even 20% or higher. But some of their strains are coming in under, under 18%. And what's funny is that one of the best strains I've ever had here in Illinois was from Pharmacan and it was a 12% Gorilla Glue and it made me so giggly and so goofy for such a good period of time. I like... That's why I always preach so much, like, look for flavor, don't look for just THC, I promise you. Ombre says, I feel like Bud that was 20 a G back in the day was better than nowadays. Uh, it was different. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, that skunky smell that you remember from, like, high school and stuff, I mean, I don't know how old you are, I'm assuming 31, uh, just because it's in your name. Hey, what's up? Jay, how are you? Um, 20 a G shit. I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're charging now in dispensaries. Uh, you know, sometimes 16, there are $10 grams every once in a while and stuff like that. Um, you know, at dispensaries, $12 grams, $12 pre-rolls, whatever, stuff like that. So there's other things that obviously you can find. Um, but the stuff from high school just isn't around anymore because skunk was for some reason like bred out of cannabis. Like it's just not around. There's not really, I would say like, so the Perp Dog Dreams is pretty close to like a nice, like super high schooly strain, like where it's skunky and real pungent and stuff like that. But like, you don't find that really that much anymore. It is actually very true. Somebody actually asked me that the other day and I didn't know how to answer it. Triangle Kush was pretty close to like an old school strain because it really is an old school strain. But yeah. Uh, the Cherry Woo. 
is, uh, if I remember right, was okay. I liked their purple dream, I believe. No, something. Purple, they might have had purple haze, I think. Um, it's been such a long time. Their blackout is awesome. Um, let's see. There was one more that they had that I really liked. Um, it's like a name, somebody's name. Uh, what is it? I'll think of it, but it's somebody's name. Yeah, like skunky shit. Like, Thrax says you're thinking of Super Skunk. Yeah, that stuff's just not around anymore. And Natura Buela says it's all about the overall pro overall profile. In my opinion, it doesn't matter how high the teats or the percentages. Show me the terpene profile. I freaking agree. Ombre, sorry, I figured you were 31 because of your name. Uh, I'm almost 30, so in my high school days, I had some skunky shit. Uh, it doesn't, it's not really around anymore. It's very hard to find. Uh, Art by J, what happened? You were at the, tonight there was the Illinois Women in Cannabis event. If you want to get with your click, get on in that. Um, it's very, very interesting. Those events are always very interesting. I love the, the cause Illinois Women in Cannabis, but those events bring some very interesting people out. And I'm doing fantastic, Jay. Uh, it's a little bit quiet around the house today, so that's not really that fun. I don't really like quiet anymore. <laughs> no, I just don't like, I don't like it to be like silent, you know what I mean? My roommate's gone. It's just no noise filling the house, so. Um, and not only that, but since I'm recording my podcast, uh, I have nothing on, so like the air is not even on, so it's like hella quiet. So that's always not fun. <clears throat> we used to call it Dro, Ombre says. Yeah, I know. I used to charge a lot of money for Dro back in the day. I'm sorry to hear that, Jay. It's never fun. Yeah, the bud's different. Uh, it's interesting the turn that flower has taken. Uh, terpene profiles are extremely important now, and and like I said, skunk for some reason was not part of the profile that people wanted in the future, or now, because it's just not that, it's just not around. I mean, there's like lime skunk, I guess. That's probably like the closest. Um, I don't know. I could ask around and see if like any cultivator like might have it like in their stock or something like that, but I highly doubt it. Um, that there's skunks laying around. Freaking hair fell down my shirt. It was tickling me. Um, but yeah. Um, back to the first question before I actually started recording. Uh, let's just remind everybody this is the ninth episode of the Dr. Buds podcast. Recorded live here on at Dr. Buds underscore IL on Instagram. Please join in, bring some questions, whatever you want. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. But Thrax asked me back earlier, uh, what are Landrace strains? Um, so Landry strains are, I mean, the explanation is pretty not simple, but it's just 
that they grow naturally in a location. So weed is called weed for a reason because it grows like a weed naturally. So in these regions, like uh, Mag Mile here in Illinois, they call it Iranian landrace strain. Uh, in Hawaii, there's Hawaiian duckfoot, which actually has the seven the seven leaves like a normal cannabis plant, but they're webbed. So that's why it's called Hawaiian duckfoot. It's an extremely heavy indica that's actually found in Hawaii naturally. That it's at, it was just found growing, um, and then like up in Alaska, you have Alaskan thunderfuck. That's also um, a landrace strain. You have Durban poison. That's a landrace strain. Um, so they're just natural. Their natural sativas or indicas that grow in their regions based on their geographic location. So Alaskan thunderfuck um, and Durban poison sativas because they're growing in pretty. Pretty sunny climates. Uh, one is sunny and kind of cold, uh, but six months of sun kind of has to happen that way for Alaskan thunderfuck. And then you have out in Dur- you know Durban poisoned um, as well. And then you have uh, like Mag Mild Iranian land race strain. And then you have Hawaiian duckfoot, which is a little bit more wet. You have a tropical region, so they actually grow more short to the ground. They're indica bushes, you know, so. They just, it's just the way they grow. So indica and sativa are just growing patterns. Um, it doesn't really have any say, I don't think, anymore in what the effects are. Because a terpene profile like outer space to me does not give me anxiety. But if I smoke a G6 by itself, by myself, not good. You know what I mean? It's all about profiles. And I can smoke, like, Florida Orange sometimes gives me anxiety. Thunder Cookies sometimes gives me anxiety. And those are all down, those are just different mixes of sativa and indica strains, but those are just growing patterns completely. Sativas grow tall, skinny, wispy flowers, wispy, wispy buds, not very compact. Indica, short to the ground, real Real thick, fat nugs, usually more compressed, usually a little bit more triked out. Sativas normally have more pistols or red hairs because they're actually covering those flowers to protect them from the sun. You know, it's just there's it's just basic growing patterns of the plant. So, hold on, what's it? Uh, the hell? Dream Placebo says, I found out a guy next uh, down the street is shooting skunks. What the hell? Uh, Art by J says, what's the best way of collecting your reclaim? Where is it? Is it in a rig? Is it in a nectar collector? Is it in um, a bowl? Is it in a bong? Uh, you gotta tell me where it's at. Umbre, what do you got right now by Goldleaf? Uh, Durban Poison? Magmile? Magmile's nice. It's a Josh Hotch 8. How are you? Now your Boyla says, How do you feel about these companies that are trying to sell you the ideal of a feeling instead of giving you the overall profile? What do you mean by that? And going back to Art by Jay, who asks, how do you get Reclaim out of a rig, high-grain alcohol, let it soak for a few, like, half an hour or so, shake it up. Maybe if you want, you can heat it up, but the thing is, if you have a gas oven, don't do that. Um, 
high grain alcohol and then just pour it in like a silicone container and let the alcohol evaporate because if you don't have like is it in the actual rig I don't actually save the reclaim for my rig because it's just like I don't have I have a gas gas oven so it just doesn't work it's too dangerous Cause like you can you you can do a high grain alcohol, but you need to boil it off to really get to the reclaim. And then uh, back to now your boil a feeling. What do you mean by that? Like, are you talking about like uh, rise, rest? Trying to think of the other ones <coughs> like that. Um, I mean, they can sell me whatever they want, but I'm still going to ask for the terpene profile. <laughs> uh, for example, like, candescent. Uh, they try to market their flower as calm, charge, and relax. Uh, they can, like I said, I think they can call it really whatever they want. Uh, to me, I'm still going to ask for the profile. Like, that's the thing is like when I get in, when we get in strains into the dispensary, I'm always looking at, I'm regardless of if it's the sativa or indica on the profile, I'm looking at what the terpene is. Uh, like the terpenes are, terpene is, there's multiple terpenes in every strain usually. Um, Dream Placebo asked me if I've ever tried Juggernaut Diesel. Yes, I have. It tastes a lot like G6 to me. Kind of peppery, pretty gassy. It's good. Uh, not my first choice. I was surprised it was uh, labeled as an indica. But then again, G6 doesn't give me energy, so there's too much beta carotene in it to give it to me. Art by J says, do all dispensary have terpene profiles info if they ask? No. I mean, they may, they probably, I mean, like, most cultivation centers will hand over, like, the test results when they are, like, delivering the flowers, so, I mean, usually they have a file of them, I would assume, most of them do, um, but, like, you could also go with ones that have it on there, Pharmacan has their terpene profile on all of their labels, um, and then you have, uh, Revolution also has their terpene profiles, Shelby County has their terpene profiles. Um, so, I mean, there are companies that do that right on their bottle. Just have to pick those companies, I guess. If your dispensary doesn't have it, you could always ask me, though. You can always reach out to me at drbuds underscore IL if you have any questions about cannabis. I promise you I'll answer you. I answer all of my DMs, especially if they're about medicine. So don't ever hesitate to ask me a question. I have many, many people that do that, so don't worry about that. Um, <clears throat> Threx says my sister just fell asleep on the, on her phone and accidentally hit the emergency button. I just had to tell the cops that. Whoops. Hilarious. <clears throat> um, Art by J, you can just ask me, please. Um, before you go, no problem. I hand it over right to you. I have access to a lot of the cultivators, like, uh, back end stuff. Um, 
Not Your Abuela, they were the first company to actually air their commercial on cable television. And I was like, wait, what a feeling? Why does that sound just extra as fuck? Um, I don't think it sounds extra as fuck. I think they're just trying to, like, rebrand cannabis, to be honest with you. Like, just like with, we're not saying marijuana, we don't call it weed anymore. It's called cannabis here in Illinois. It's the medical cannabis program. We sell cannabis. We work in the cannabis industry. That's what it is. It's not the weed industry. It's not the marijuana industry. Uh, they're kind of trying to pull away from those words. Um, and that's probably what I'm, what I'm assuming is going on. They're trying to pull away from sativa indica buzzed, um, feeling sleepy, stuff like, they don't want people to, like, think that way, so, like, calm is much better than lazy, or sleepy, or sedated, um, so, I mean, that's something that I would assume is happening, especially in a marketing campaign like that, they're trying not to, um, market it in a way that cannabis has been looked at for a hundred years, you know what I mean, they don't want people to think that you're gonna go crazy, uh, or anything like that, you know what I mean? High, yeah, they don't want that kind of stuff. In the media is my assumption to why you're not seeing it there. But that's just my guess. If that makes sense. Like, instead of high, they have, what is it, what did you say up here? Energized? Or charged? Calm, I would assume, is like hybrid, charged, sativa, indica calm. That would be my guess. I mean, they're just trying to rebrand the names, I guess. It's very strange. What's up, I trap? How are you? Who's got another question? Let's take a dab. I'm smoking this blunt for literally 25 minutes, guys. I roll some pretty good blunts. There's still a lot of blunt left. There's less than a gram in here, too. It's 0. .97. <coughs> Pretty crazy. <coughs> Two-thirds revolution. One-third grassroots. How do my blunts last that long? Thrax asked me. Um, I've been rolling blunts for a really long time. I don't know. I just know how to roll blunts, I guess. I don't do anything different from anybody else. All I do is I take the weed or the cannabis and I break it down. I put it in the blunt and I roll it. I lick it, I put a tip in it, that's it, it's the only thing I do, I don't do anything special, I didn't add anything to it, yes, I am, yes, this is episode 9 of the Dr. Buds podcast here, recording live on Thursday night instead of Wednesday, uh, but happy to still do it regardless. Got some new people joining. Shy patient, what's up? What's up? How are you? Everybody go follow.
All right, we're done with this blunt for sure. Oh, Brian Peters, what's up? How are you? <coughs> Sorry, I was trying to see who you were, your face. Oh, God. Got something in my eyeball. All right, so I'm going to take a dab. Um... If you guys want to ask a question, but first I want to see which one I should take a dab of. Uh, Bright Moments, Alien Orange, Berry, or Death Star? Uh, Shy Patient asked if I had a good day. Uh, I had a pretty decent day at work. It was good. Um, kind of slow. You know, Bright Moments. All right. Thank you, Samantha, for the suggestion. Does anybody know what the cross is of Bright Moments? Shy Patient said she had Ambrosia Hage from Ingrown Farms today. And it was, she was completely blazed. <coughs> Dab on some Shy Dog. I'm gonna dab on some of those bright moments. Some big ass diamonds. You are correct. Big old diamonds. Diamonds are forever. Uh, yeah, no, I have not seen Ambrosia. They were not growing that when I worked there. <clears throat> it's a new one. Alright. Some bright moments. Uh, now your brother says I literally had some alien OG when I was in New York and it was phenomenal. Sadly, no, I barely made it home. <clears throat> yeah, I just got home at like 7.30, came straight here to record the podcast, you know? That was a pretty good mix. Hefty derbs. I'm always scared to come back in my face. Except for my temp gun, so uno momento. Ugh. Have to get it myself tonight. But yeah. All right, who's got a question? So yeah, how was the IWC event? I heard some stories, but it's always uh, interesting. Yeah, no, I had a good day. Thanks for asking, by the way, Shy Patient. I hope you had an awesome day, too. 
just worked, traveled on some trains. Uh, other than that, didn't really do much, so, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Normal had a table, eh? <clears throat> Alright, well, time to take a dab. Cheers. Sam was right, it was a uh, grape, grape stomper back cross is what Bright Moments is. <coughs> that was a big ass diamond. Gotta get warmed up for the 30 gram dab if Trilly Wonka wants to step up. Challenging him right here. Trilly Wonka, if you want to get down on this 30 gram dab for my 30th birthday, let's do it. <coughs> I'll get the 50 millimeter nail. We'll get done. We'll get three torches on it. I'll have four or five people record it. We'll get down. But yeah, alright, well I'm going to say goodbye on my podcast, uh, again thank you guys for all for joining, uh, I'm going to stay on my Instagram for just a few more minutes, but uh, let me say goodbye on my podcast, so again, thank you for joining episode 9 of the Dr. Buds podcast, uh, live recorded here on at, the doc- at Dr. Buds underscore IL on Instagram, uh, recorded normally every day at every Wednesday at 8.30pm Central Standard Time Um, today is Thursday, I'm sorry but I didn't record yesterday so here you are and here we are, again different show every time anyways but I also go random live on my Instagram all the time so just make sure to hit the follow button Um, but yeah, peace love, happiness, take it with you everywhere guys Uh, thank you for joining again Uh, thank you for downloading please subscribe and Have a good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.